to the cold comedy show wake up america wake up world wake up wake the fuck up welcome back to another episode of the cold comedy show i'm your host ricky cole it's september the 18th 2020 how's everyone doing out here you know we got it we got to come together as a country because divided, we're falling. Under this leadership of Donald Trump and the Republican Traders Party, we are in trouble. And we have a lot of Americans out there still believe that Donald Trump is the right man for the job. Either they're not paying attention or they believe in the bullshit that Fox News, Newsmax, and the rest of them, you know, telling them. Finding out um, if Donald Trump get out of the White House, he's going to be up on international charges crimes against humanity charges not only he's going to be up on those charges for locking kids in cages here in the united states and cutting them and taking the uteruses away from uh, immigrant women unauthorized abortions <laughs> they talk about that when um donald trump and the nazi regime that's backing him actually giving hysterectomy I can't even pronounce the goddamn word hysterectomy oh fuck it they cutting the pussy out put it like that it's taking the ovaries and throwing it away that sounds much better hysterectomies yeah that's it hysterectomy oh fuck I can't even say that word look Whatever Donald Trump doing to them women, it's going to be a fucking mess. Put it like that. How the hell you want to have kids when they don't want you to have kids? Isn't that some shit out of the old ancient playbook of white supremacy? That hysterectomy? Oh, I said it. Oh, whoo. Got it down pat. Well, that's not all we're going to be talking about here on the cold show today. Uh, 
We're going to be um, listening to some C-SPAN coming up in this next segment, listening to some of the voters who actually support Donald Trump. And I got something to talk and later on in the show, after you listen to that little segment, I'm going to let you know what's going on, really what's going on, because this coup that they pulling right now, they done done it before, this so-called Republican Party. But back then, they wasn't a Republican Party. It was an old Democrat, Dixocrat Party. And so, don't act like they can't pull a coup. They read from some old playbooks that they kept secret from American citizens in history books for a long time. See, we got to understand, America was never fucking great. It was always corrupt because corrupt men founded this country. They weren't perfect. They weren't founders. They was, I say, thieves. All right, this first segment we're going to be listening to is um, from C-SPAN. And um, this is the Republicans against Trump. For some reason, they keep using the word fiscal conservatives. Um, when they say conservative, first of all, that word conservative, what the fuck are you talking about? Are you conserving the past? Are you conserving racism? What are you conserving? Oh, I'm conservative. I'm very conservative. I believe in the Constitution. Oh, you believe in white supremacy. So all of these Republicans who don't like what Donald Trump is doing to this country, you have to understand from the um, the Lincoln Project and all of these guys all the way down, they worked in the Republican Party for a while. reason I want to talk about them because don't pull that bullshit that you, for Joe Biden, which is Joe Biden is a moderate, by the way, um, but you bag Joe Biden because you don't like what Trump doing to the to the country, or you going with Joe Biden because you don't like what Trump doing to American reputation around the world. See, that's what people got to understand. And so I'm thinking that these log cabin Republicans and all the rest of the log cabin Republicans, Lord, ooh, yeah, some of those log cabin Republicans like Steve Shapiro, um, they confuse. But I'm talking about those Lincoln boys. They're doing a good job bashing Trump. But are they going to fucking go back to the same old status quo once they get Trump out? Or are they going to stay there and try to make America better for all Americans, not just the rich? See, because, see, back in the days when Richard Nixon was in, they actually pulled the party apart and reformed it into this bullshit white nationalist party we see today. Which I mean that um, they... The northern rich racist men needed a base to win so they can put their agenda in place, okay? That means more tax cuts for them. They can pollute. You know, the usual greedy motherfuckers bullshit book. You know, I buy politicians. They do my dirt. You know, the bullshit book. You know, I hire lobbyists. We have Alec who can write fucked up gun laws. You know, the bullshit book. You know, they always got a scheme going. So when they got different, like the Heritage Foundation and, 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 oh, by the way, the Log Cabin boys, you know, you know, it's Log Cabin. You get it? Log Cabin. If you don't get the joke, it's a jailhouse joke. All right. Put the log in the cabin. You get it? So there's a lot of them guys out there who voting against their own interests because the Republicans don't like nobody's having rights except for rich people. And they don't even care about their own base because I'm going to talk about 
this later on in the show. But you're going to listen to this. Um, I think it's TNTYZ. They have a segment on Steve Shapiro. Ben Shapiro, excuse me, Steve Shapiro. Fucking Ben Shapiro. Okay, Ben Shapiro is a little Jewish boy, well, Jewish man, who has a log, and he broadcasts. He talked to Candace Owens, and he was talking about Carly B., um, he had a hard on for her. I, I swear for God, you know, she is hot. But this motherfucker really like whacking off to Carly B. But other than that, before all of this, he's saying um, that conservatives was never racist. Uh, um, 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 the Republican Party never bashed um, Barack Obama. Um, I think Ben Shapiro is fucking jerking off and watching too much Carly B while he smoke his joint and do his drinking behind closed doors. Some kind of way that fantasy done fucked his brain up. Or he was fucked up before he started watching and masturbating to Carly B. Well, that's later on to the, in the show. Didn't want to fuck with him. Um, Lindsey Graham is doing bad in South Carolina. Um, the brothers want to whoop his ass, I hope. I'm telling you right now, South Carolinians, get your asses out there and vote. Our country, life depends on it. Because a lot of us aren't paying attention. We thinking this shit about Democrat, Republican? Nope. It's not. It's about white supremacy and the country they want like Adolf Hitler. Okay? That's what it's about. And the world can't depend on the United States anymore. Because the ignorance of the birthers have showed the world who they really are. With that said, there's a lot of Republicans are leaving the Republican Party. But are they really leaving? That's the question for the day. All right. Are they really going to leave? Or are they just covering their asses to get the country back? And four years later, we have another asshole in the White House call themselves Republicans. Okay. Just listen to this and listen to some of the people who call in. And they really, really believe the bullshit that Fox News, Newsmax, St. Clair Broadcasting telling them. Okay. With that said, here's C SPAN. In some ways before Donald Trump. I think division has gotten worse in this country. Um, but Donald Trump stokes those divisions on purpose uh, for his own political ends. And um, I think that it's really important for Americans to actually come together uh, and say, we cannot have this person, another four years of this person. What does the future of the Republican Party look like in January 2021 if President Trump does win and if he doesn't win? Well, if he does win, um, then uh, I think you're going to see the divisions in this country get um, much deeper. Um, I think that, look, he'll have a hold on the party then. Uh, I mean, the, 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 his, his takeover of the Republican Party will be totally complete. Um, and, but I also think, you know, Democrats are going to have to think about a few things as well. Because if Donald Trump wins um it's the second time that there's been uh it would have been the second time that there's a repudiation of democrats at a time when it really looked like uh that wasn't going to happen um and so i think um you know democrats would probably have to do some soul searching uh about how you win national elections uh republicans you know would become a trumpy party uh, just a full-on there's no there's no sort of there's no coming back from it uh it'd be a populist nationalist party popular nationalist party you hear that right so the republican party is basically a white nationalist party but she's don't really want to say it because that's who they were all the time see ever since the birth of a nation they started rewriting history 
um, lining, I mean, lining history books. Matter of fact, black folks didn't discover shit, didn't, didn't attribute to nothing in America. It always was the white man. See how white supremacy um, works? You know, when we finish listening to this, um, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to let you listen to a little bit more before that. Because right now I'm thinking and I'm too much going through my mind. But you just really listen to this shit. What what soul searching the Republic, I mean the Democratic Party has to soul search? Uh oh, I found out. Oh, yeah, she's right. Democratic Party has to have some soul searching. Because both parties are bought and paid for by corporate interests. Okay? Uh let me see. The Democrats save the economy after the Republicans fuck it up on the George W. Bush Jr. Put Barack Obama in. They start that birther bullshit. Put the birther in chief in. White nationalists grab home. Connected to the Brexit. Um, Because there's over in England, same ones over there. Um, We always looking at Putin. The rise of white supremacy. The rise of militias. Uh, This campaign this year is very important. Very, 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 very important. Because if the re- Democrats win, we're going to have to freaking put our arms up and protect ourselves. If the Republicans win, we're going to have to take to the streets and know that this motherfucking country is done for. That's why a lot of these Republican hardcore conservatives, so I consider conservative and the racism, leaving the Republican Party, because they know the Republican Party is a fascist party. Okay? One thing I give it to um, um, that little racist motherfucker, um, Jeff Sessions, that he was a patriot enough to say, hey, fuck this. I'm a patriot first, a racist second. At least I give it to him for that. Okay? Now the lady going to be listening. And once she get through um, with her talks, um, uh, you're going to hear some of the call-ins okay so let's get to that part i think that if donald trump loses and joe biden wins um especially if he wins that joe biden wins by a lot uh if it's a thorough repudiation of trump and trumpism then i think that there's an opportunity for the republican party um as it does sometimes when it's out of power to go back and and sort of to do its own soul soul searching and and think okay uh how are we going to win? How are we going to have a big enough coalition? Because if he loses, and he loses by a lot, um, it's because he lost with college-educated suburban voters. It's because he lost women at historic margins, which is what all the polling shows right now. I mean, the gender gap has turned into a, a gender chasm. If he loses um, those people, you know, the Republicans, if they ever hope to be in power again, will have to think, well, how do we rectify this? How do we get some of these people back? Let me stop that for a moment again. Now, didn't they lose in 07, 08? And they had some soul searching? Well, they must have really love to. They must, I, what kind of soul searching are these fucking people going to be looking for? Huh? They take the economy in 06, 07, 08. Barack Obama become president. Instead of working to make America better, great for the first time by the way nope they went with that birth of bullshit like I said earlier so what soul searching are the Republican Party going to do 
You think Lindsey Graham have a soul? Do you think Mitch O'Connell have... Oh, that motherfucker don't have no soul. Okay? The only person with a soul, I hate to say it, is Mitt Romney. The guy who fucking destroyed millions of people's lives with his fucking business. Um, what was it? Bain Capital. Fucking taking people's jobs. Just sending them overseas. Fuck you having an average American. They don't care. But the only person with a soul is Mitt Romney. The guy who believes in religion come out of a fucking hat. You know, I can talk about that religion. But let me tell you something. Ain't nothing more fucked up in Christianity. Okay? That's what blows my mind. And most of these people who call themselves conservative Christians are the most corrupt motherfuckers i ever seen. They're always begging for money every Sunday for some fucking reason. And they're not doing shit to help the poor. But God, who's a busy guy, by the way, because they have a whole universe, if he's a guy, could be a woman. It could be nothing. It could be just an entity. He's always got to depend on him. Oh, God, save me from this. Oh, God, save me from that. Oh, God, I have an addiction. Oh, God, you know, my wife left me. Oh, God, my husband cheating on me. Oh, God. Boy, everybody calling God, and you got people from overseas. Oh, they blow themselves up in the name of God. I'm just using it. Whatever. But other than that, what the fuck? What what transformation at the Republican Party going to be? Huh? What they got? I see the trans. I see they soul searching. Search, they soul searching straight into fascism. That's what they're soul searching into. And a lot of people in this country do not understand what fucking fascism looked like before they put on a fucking uniforms. They're locking kids in fucking cages. They taking women ovaries out. What are they going to do? Start fucking giving them showers? Know your history, America. Know the world history. Know fascist history. And let me tell you something. Fascist was in this fucking country way before Hitler got this motherfucking idea. He found it right here in the United States. Fascist was here before Germany fucking fucked up and became fascist. Everything, white supremacy, South Africa, all of that shit right here in the Americas. Teddy sent fucking white people from Europe to Cuba after the Spanish and colonial, whatever, American war. The motherfuckers said, well, fuck it, too many niggas down here. Let's put these motherfucking Europeans here and make Jim Crow on Cuba. Later on down the line, we all think fucking Fidel Castro was the villain. Yeah, he had his bad points, but he wasn't a villain because he just chose to be a villain, okay? He had to fucking what? And then what happened? We put his sanctions on him. Fuck Cuba. Just like they did Haiti. Haiti rose up for their independence because they was men. And, we st- and France made them pay back something that France should be paying them. You stole them from their continent, French. But all black folks love French. Oh, I love going to Paris. Oh, it's so beautiful in the springtime. Fuck Paris. Fuck the French. 
Fuck the British. And fuck the Russians. Fuck the Croatians. Fuck them all. Until they learn to realize that we all in this shit together. And I don't, let me start with those Chinese right now. Because them motherfuckers put a virus out here made by somebody Claim it came from some wet market. Chinese been fucking eating in that goddamn places since China was created. All of a sudden now they got a contagious virus that can travel around the world, airborne and very contagious. Seven times more contagious than the flu. But you can have some white kids out there swearing that this motherfucker is just like the flu. See what propaganda can do to you? What can you do for propaganda? Stop fucking falling for the bullshit. All right, let's finish this. And, uh, just listen to her, by the way. You know, since we're having such a good time tonight, you know what we're not going to do? We're not going to talk about Black Lives Matter or Donald Trump. You know what? We're going to ignore them like some of us, like some of us ignore racism. Oops. 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 Well, I said I wasn't going to talk about him, but I'm going to talk about him anyway. You know what I'm saying? Oh, um, in 2024, 2024, I think um, John Jun- Don- Donald Jr. or Mike Pence might run, okay? Now, Mike Pence finally bring himself out of his fucking Dark Lord cave of racism and ignorance. He's going to, he's going to run on the white nationalist ticket. I don't call them the Republican Party no more. I call them the White Nationalist Party now. So, on the White Nationalist ticket, you're going to have dumb, 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 dumb ass Junior who's going to try to walk in his father's fucked up footsteps if we don't destroy the party completely. Okay? That means we have to destroy this White Nationalist Party 100%. Destroy it. Take it out. It doesn't exist. We have to expose them for who they are. The media need to get out there and call it out for what it is. Okay? Reason I say it's a white nationalist party and they got a bunch of fucking drunk followers like Jim Jones people. They drinking that fucking Kool-Aid and they're dropping off. But it's because I say that because if you have a man who goes on tape and tell the world that he knew this thing was contagious, he knew that this virus is going to kill millions of people if they don't stop it, or find a vaccine. Nope. He said he wanted to keep them calm. Calm. Yes, admit. Donald J. Trump and his so-called Republicans, they wanted to fucking pull a genocide. That's what they wanted to do. Herd immunity is a nice way to say genocide. Alright? But, some people hope there's a future for these motherfuckers. In that poll, Mike Pence came in first. Um, and I think that that is, um, that's a strange, for a party that really felt like it was rejecting political dynasties, you know, one of the reasons I think Jeb didn't have much of a shot is because we were over political dynasties in this country. Maybe even that, that I think that worked against Hillary Clinton as well. But it seems strange that, that if Don Jr. is the future of the Republican Party, um, that's, that's not, uh, I, I think that's a concerning thing. Joanne's next out of Willow Street, Pennsylvania, on that line for Republicans 
opposing President Trump. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. I am definitely opposed to President Trump. I don't think he's helping the country at all. We're all, the country is weaker, we're all sicker, and we're poor. So you have to see, in four years, am I better off today than I was when, before he came in? The answer is no. Absolutely not. And he's not, he acts like he's not accountable to nobody. He's above them all. When you pledge allegiance to the flag, I pledge allegiance to the flag, I vote for a president. I don't vote for a dictator. And I'm afraid, you wonder how Adolf Hitler got in the office in Germany and up those people into doing those horrible things. You should see Trump. He's, a, he's like an Adolf Hitler in the making. And people don't see that. It's Joanny in Pennsylvania. How do you feel about Hitler comparisons, Sarah Longwell? I mean, I think we should be careful about Hitler comparisons. Exactly. Now you see how she said, well, you got to be careful about the Hitler apparent, you know, not really, let's not go down that road. If it was Barack Obama acting like some fucking dictator from the fucking Middle East, that bitch would be going fucking nuts. Look at him, he's killing people, he's beheading them. But... Let's not really go there. Let's keep it a little toned down. You remember, he's white. Let's finish listening to C-SPAN. Exactly. Uh, or I, I never. I think never is it worth comparing people to Hitler. Uh, that was a briefly horrible situation. But I think in terms of talking about Donald Trump's sort of authoritarian tendencies, I think that is that is fair game. So you've got a president who has suggested perhaps we move the date of the election. He has told people that perhaps they ought to vote twice. Um, he is undermining democracy at every turn uh, by saying that the election is rigged if he doesn't win or fraudulent and um, casting doubt on mail-in ballots. Um, so, you know, I, I think that and, and suggesting that perhaps he needs a third term in office. Uh, these are all things that, in the normal circumstances, uh, you know, I think that partly Donald Trump has kind of lulled us into this weird place where he says crazy things and things that normally would set off, you know, seven alarm fires over, hey, this guy is threatening the Constitution, he sounds crazy. Um, but everybody's never quite sure how serious he is. You know, he always sort of acts like, Oh well, maybe he's maybe he's joking or something like that. But he absolutely um, is. Look, he he doesn't respect the rule of law. He he's fucking not joking. Okay, he's not fucking joking. God damn, lady, the boys in the back room like Steve Bannon them basically broke it down to him. Yo, asshole, you want to be fucking president for the rest of your life? Well, yeah, yo, okay, let us do the work. All right, Steve Bannon got picked up off the coast of Connecticut. Uh, about a month ago, fucking on some luxury yacht, supposed to be some fucking um, owned by some Japanese fucking businessman. That got exiled, but he got all his trillions. Bullshit. I don't believe all of that, but I do know one thing about Steve Bannon who breaks, who started Breitbart News, and Steve Bannon is a white fucking nationalist, and every white person who's in journalism knows it. But instead of the motherfuckers coming out and saying it, nope. They ignore it because they want to keep the narrative, okay, that America is not fucked up. That's the narrative. Just like she said, well, I wouldn't use the, I don't want to say Hitler. What the fuck? Fucking with the post office. Like dictators. This motherfucker is Hitler. He's just a crazy haired Hitler from Fifth Avenue. 
Let's finish listening to this woman who, by the way, who does not support Donald Trump, but she is a conservative. She doesn't support Donald Trump racism, but she's still conservative enough that she represent white supremacy in a more Milo way. Oh, fuck America. He doesn't respect the Constitution. He doesn't respect the norms and values of this country. Um, now, I think he also, though, doesn't seem to have much of an aim in terms of what he wants to do policy-wise. Like, uh, some of these other, like, dictators often have, like, a, a really negative thing that they want to do, some horrible thing. And Donald Trump doesn't seem to have any ideology at all beyond he wants power for himself. The pushback that you've talked about uh, has come in the forms of uh, billboards uh, in Pennsylvania. Uh, your group has been putting up new billboards, uh, advertisements as well. Uh, that all costs money. Uh, where does your funding come from and how much are you planning to spend in the next 50 days or so? So uh, the total right now for what we've raised and plan to spend is about $23 million. Um, we're running most of that digitally, some on TV. Uh, and yes, we're doing billboards in Pennsylvania, in Arizona, in North Carolina. We're running, uh, we've, we've expanded our campaign to Florida. Um, and where we get the money is from all over the place. We have thousands and thousands of donors. We have um, been, been very lucky and so many small dollar donors have supported us once our sort of campaign uh, caught fire and got real traction. Um, we just, we've, we've raised millions of dollars from small dollar donors. Um, and then look, at, our donors are people who uh, care about democracy. And um, and so, you know, we've, we've, we've raised a lot of money and we're, we're spending it all in service uh, of hoping to defeat Donald Trump in 2020. Anonymous sources on Twitter with this tweet, if you're supporting the Democrat candidate, and campaigning against the Republican candidate, you're not a Republican voter. That's like saying, I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, fan but I hope the New York Jets kick their TC. butts twice TC. Yeah, I mean, look, people people say this and can, and can say, like, well, you're not a real Republican if you, you know, are supporting Joe Biden. I mean, fine, then, I'm, then, then say I'm not a real Republican. That, like, doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't matter to me. Like, I, most of my uh, policy beliefs uh, lean more conservative. Um, uh, but uh, I also think that, that I'm an American first before I'm a Republican. And I see unique threats and dangers posed by this president. She sees danger posed by this president, right? She sees it, but she's conservative. And she raised a lot of money. So there's a lot of suburban people out there who don't like Donald Trump. <laughs> Why the fuck did y'all put him in the White House in the first place? Hillary told you not to put this man in the White House. But nope, you was falling for that bullshit Benghazi and those goddamn emails. The media went along with it. All of you motherfuckers went along with that shit. Oh, give him a chance. What you got to lose? Your fucking lives. Let's finish listening to C-SPAN. And then later on in the show, I'm going to um, jump on Ben Shapiro's little narrow ass. Okay, so let's get let's finish this so I can get to his little narrow ass. And then I got a history lesson for you motherfuckers out there. Who so don't think a coup can still be pulled off in the United States? They did it once; they can do it again. 
Um, and as an American, I my my political identity just doesn't matter to me nearly as much as my American identity. And uh, I think Donald Trump is a threat to the country. And frankly, I think he um, is destroying the party. Um, I, you know, I think that he has shrunk the party. Uh, I think that he's put a whole bunch of Republican senators in peril. Uh, there's a real chance that Donald Trump loses this election, as well as a down ballot wipeout of senators. Um, and so I don't think he's been good for the party. But if you know, this isn't—it's funny Fine. when people um, when people compare it to sports teams. It's actually kind of a good comparison because it's uh, or, or it's it's funny when people do that because this isn't like a sports team, right? This, the sports teams. Uh, the stakes aren't very high. Uh, you know, you you can uh, you can have a team and have team loyalty. That's that's not what politics should be about. Because politics is about ideas. Politics is about uh, about how we're we're uh, talking to each other about policy, and it's a t- totally different thing. So when you see something going off the rails, when you see something that is actively dangerous, to say, well, oh, just because I'm on the team, I have to support it, when it's something that threatens your country. Well, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. And it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. So why the fuck is Fox News still on TV? Why do they have Newsmax? Why is Comcast allowing these people to be on their fucking network, spreading propaganda and misinformation? That's what the fuck I want to know. Why? Is it greed? They're stockholders or some of them racist? Or is it all about a goddamn dollar? Our country should be more important than a fucking dollar. Oh, freedom of speech. Bullshit. Tucker Carlson, which I'm going to get to in another episode later on down the line. That piece of shit. Laura Ingrams, that white nationalist piece of shit. The owners of that motherfucking network is it's all racist. If we're going to save our country, we got to clean that shit up. About 15 minutes left with Sarah Longwell this morning. The group is Republican Voters Against Trump. You can find them online, rvat.org, if you want to call in, have a question or comment for her. Phone lines are open to do so. This is Gene, a Republican supporting the president out of Walterboro, Maine. Good morning. Good morning. Um, I've been listening to this um, lecture for quite a while, and I just want to say... Um, one of the things that the lady mentioned was how many indictments and lawsuits have been brought against Trump. And I would like to say that accusations, indictments, these are not facts. These are things brought about by political enemies, and certainly Trump has a lot of political enemies. I also noticed that she said, I don't know whether it was about herself or someone else, but people seem to know what Trump is thinking. They know that everything that he does is for himself. And I would like to just say that one of the things that I learned early on, I watched it, uh, a shortcut on a tape from Nancy Pelosi, and she said, you start a lie about your opponent and you get it printed once it's in the news, you can discuss it as truth. And this is what has happened to this man. President Trump is trying to return us to the Constitution. Attorney General Barr 
Keen and Mean. Sarah Longwell. Well, there's a lot to respond to there. Um, you know, look, I'm not a Donald Trump Republican, for sure. I think that's probably clear from, from what I'm saying. Uh, and I think that there's, there's this sense, I guess, that uh, and Donald Trump, I think, does this on purpose, where he kind of foments this notion that there is no truth, there's no objective truth, that the caller said something about you, that this is all governing by rumors, that, that we don't, you know, that, that nobody really knows what's going on. And that's because she doesn't want to accept the, what the fuck is going on, okay? When you get people like that, they listen to all that propaganda on Fox News, especially that Fox and Friends bullshit in the morning. We do not want, I don't want none, I, matter of fact, the Republican Party, guys, some of them going with Joe or not, if they're going to save this party, that party, excuse me, if they're going to save the Republican Party, so-called Republican Party, they're going to have to clean out all that bullshit because their fucking asses are so clogged with garbage. Because I consider it like this. If you let a, de- a demagogue like Donald Trump get in power, okay, and you know that this guy is not qualified to be president of these United States, all right, fucked up the reputation around the world, all right, kissing all dictators' asses, but yet, it's all rumors, by the way. Because what reason this woman believed that shit is rumors? Because one, she's racist and she's old. Very racist and old. But she's one of these racists that don't want to accept that she is racist. Meanwhile, the one that answered the question is about, well, I am a Republican, I'm just not a Donald Trump Republican. What the fuck are you talking about? If you're a Republican, okay, if you're a Republican and you don't accept Trump, you're not a Republican anymore. You are an American. And that's where the fuck the point is. It's not about Democrat or Republican. It's about being patriotic to your country because we fought against fascism. Meanwhile, while we're fighting it overseas, we still have it here, like Jim Crow, segregation laws, all of that shit. But we are very patriotic. It took the 1960s for blacks to get a voting rights because they took it away in 1898. You get it? You see the fucking pattern here? We fought in World War II. Fuck you, you're still behind Jim Crow laws. All right? Oh, well, fuck it. We have our own fucking Black Wall Street. Nah, we're gonna burn that shit down to make you second-class citizens permanently. Oh, I like blacks. I like blacks. Oh, there's another subject we're going to talk about black folks who support stupidity and racism. All right? That's why Ben Carson is sitting up there looking like a fool. And that's why Herman Cain is in the fucking ground. Because blacks support racism. Because as long as I got mine, pull yourself up. Here's a boot. What about the scrap? Oh, fuck. The boot got a hole in it. Oh, damn. Matter of fact, the boot is fucking falling apart where you leave this boot. Oh, now you don't. See, you want too much. Paid bullshitters. Whew. What else I'm going with this show? What else I'm going? I'm going, oh, oh, you know what? Let's finish this up. One more segment, one more caller. Um, you guys got to listen to C-SPAN. It's very informative. You find out how fucking stupid Americans are. There's a lot of things we know for absolute fact. So we know that Donald Trump... Uh, put actual pressure on a foreign ally 
so that they would investigate his political opponent, Joe Biden. Uh, we know it. Many Republican senators said, yes, he absolutely did it. It was wrong. It was a quid pro quo. They just wouldn't agree that it rose to the level of impeachment worthy, uh, except for, of course, Mitt Romney. But they didn't deny that he did it. The facts are the facts. It's on tape. Uh, you know, we know that it happened. Uh, it is on tape with Bob Woodward that uh, Donald Trump downplayed uh, the threat of the coronavirus despite knowing um, how severe it actually was. And, you know, I think objectively you can say that put, put lives at risk. People weren't told how serious this was and it was downplayed. And as a result, as a result, 200,000 people dead before Monday. That they're telling us. All right. So, with that said, you that's a little bit of segment of C-SPAN. I'm going to finish the rest of that segment up. I mean, segment up, segment up, segment up um, in the next podcast. But this this is a two-part podcast, by the way. Well, what we're going to do when I take a break, we're going to come back and we're going to listen to that fucked up Ben Shapiro and William fucked up Barr. You're listening to the Cold Comedy Show. I'll be right back. All right, I'm back now. And this is how messed up the Trump regime really is. That they're doing some shit down there in Georgia and Texas and sudden little private concentration camps to immigrant women. It's disgusting. Now this nurse, she's a whistleblower. She called it. To me and say, Miss Wooten, I had a hysterectomy. Um, why? I had no answers as to why they had those procedures. And one lady walked up to me and she said, what is he? Is he the uterus collector? Does he collect uteruses? And I asked her, what does she mean? And she says, everybody that I talked to has had a hysterectomy. Isn't that fucked up? Isn't that fucked up? This is what our government is doing to the citizens of this country. Well, they're not citizens, but they're on our soil. Put it like that. Um, if they do it to them, what you think they're going to do to the citizens of this country? All right. Now, this segment right here, before I go into other segments, um, that Ben Shapiro bullshit, when I got to get in his little ass, this is, um, is um, MSNBC. Um, they... They try to keep this shit kind of neutral, but I don't trust none of them because tell the people the fucking truth. That's all. Because Donald Trump, he doesn't give a fuck. He's trying to kill us. I mean, he actually trying to fucking kill us. Something what Richard Spencer said a while back. I think that's what it is. I think they're trying to genocide us. 
That's what I think it is. Before I pay, play Ben Shapiro on TYZ and I close the show out, I want you to listen to this little fucking uh, ninny manny, whatever the fuck her name is, all right? How much you must get up. You know, how can you trust a woman that can lie? Women don't trust men who lies. But actually, you lie. And that's your job to lie, Fox News. Bob, Newsmax, talk radio, all of that crazy shit. There's one motherfucker I'm going to come to, but I can't get, think of his name right now. Not Ross Limbaugh, God rest his soul, because that motherfucker soon be gone soon. But at that other motherfucker, LeVan, 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 that motherfucking LeVan. I'm going to come back to him, because that's a cold-blooded, calculating son of a bitch. He's a white nationalist. But this little paid pickaninny, paid press secretary... Because Trump, all he had was lies. Every secretary he had, press secretary he had, lies, okay? But this little pickaninny, this little pickaninny bitch, she's really good at it. Listen to this bullshit. He is very concerned about the security of our elections, but when it comes to mail-in ballots, all of a sudden, the concern for election security just melts away. So you yourself yes. voted by mail. Yes, Trump press secretary Kayleigh McEnany voted by mail multiple, multiple times, despite trying to claim it creates fraud. Same story with Kellyanne Conway, pretty much. People are very proud to show up and go to the polls. They really are. I mean, they wait in line for a Georgetown cupcake for an hour to get a cupcake. So I think they can probably wait in line to do something as consequential and critical and constitutionally significant as cast their ballot. But no. All right. Before I let that little segment run. Oh, Kellyanne Conway. Cosmetic surgery couldn't even help that bitch. But she's so fucked up. I mean, Really? But, you know, she has a point, though. She has a fucking point. Because you have motherfuckers who sit in line, wait in line for the auditions. You have motherfuckers wait in line, all right, for Apple phones. New, oh, sneakers. They had to line up all day for some fucking sneakers. How about Black fucking um, Black Friday? Huh? Ooh, yeah, I got to stand up there and get my shit right after Thanksgiving. I'm going to go to the stores and line up and fucking catch the corona. So in so many words, what these motherfuckers are saying, you stand in lines for that shit, why don't you stand in line and catch corona for us? You know, no fucking president ever fucked with the United States Postal Service. Goddamn people, wake the fuck up. Tell me, don't you see a coup coming? I smell a coup coming. I smell a coup. 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 And smell like brimstone, fire, ignorance. Anything else? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Here's Ben Sapiro with his dumb shit. the most dishonest thing I've literally ever heard in politics. It was an insult to literally everyone who was watching his program. And it... 
Yesterday on his program, uh, Ben Shapiro said just about the most dishonest thing I've literally ever heard in politics. It was an insult to literally everyone who was watching his program, and it had to do with the approach of the Republican Party to Barack Obama back during his presidency. Take a look. Republicans impeached uh, impeached Bill Clinton in the 1990s. They never made a move to impeach Barack Obama, despite the myriad scandals that cropped up during his administration. I'm not aware of a single major Republican figure who said that Barack Obama was not the legitimate president of the United States, despite the fact that Democrats have claimed that George W. Bush was illegitimate. They've claimed that Donald Trump is illegitimate. So this is just not true. And doubts about Barack Obama's belief system came from Barack Obama being an extraordinarily radical figure. Barack Obama said he wanted to fundamentally transform the nature of the country. That's a pretty radical statement. Okay, that was a pretty radical statement. He did say at one point, and this is just not true. I hope he was referring to what he was literally saying at that moment, because nothing he said there is true or even I don't I don't know how you could say something as stupid as that and get paid to talk about politics. Well, while the commercial is playing, I want to break this down to you. Ben Shapiro is too busy jerking off the Carly B beats, okay? On top of that, Ben Shapiro is a paid propagandist, all right? He didn't land up there on Fox News, but he has his own little fucking network and corporate America pays that little racist motherfucker to spear his garbage so they can go to the bank. But what Ben Shapiro said, what Ben Shapiro said was straight up, like my man said, straight up bullshit. Because Ben Shapiro knows damn well that they ran the most fucked up, vile, racist fucking attack on Barack Obama in his eight years of presidency than any other fucking president in the history of America. And um, they fucked with Bill Clinton, fucked up ass, but not like they fucked with Barack Obama. And you think it was his policies? And I can tell you, Ben Shapiro don't jerk off to Carly B. Beats. Okay? It wasn't his policies, it was his his name, his tone, his color. Okay, and Barack Obama was trying to say, Kumbaya, we must get along. Or, you know, we're all Americans. You know, the same old bullshit that we always say. Hey, come on, we must get along. Can we get along? Oh, come on. You know, don't beat my ass. Don't rot in the cake me. You know, come on, I don't have to show my birth certificate. George W. Bush didn't show his. But not to Ben Shapiro, little racist ass. And he represent what white nationalism is. See, because we are sit here and say, well, no, it's some fools in the streets or, or Richard Spencer. No, it's people like Ben Shapiro and Stephen Miller. And they're Jewish. I'm not knocking the Jewish folks. I'm just saying. Well, we got some dumbass black folks out there too. Ben Carson, Clarence Thomas. Oh, and that motherfucking Tim Scott. God, I hate that brother. And I don't even, you know, I don't hate him. Hate him, hate him. I just hate how he sit there and kiss. You know, if if the Republican Party whip out their dick, he will suck it. You know what I'm saying? Like, he like the black bitch in a prison full of white supremacists. You know what I'm saying? And then they throw Ben Carson in there just for an extra bitch. And Clarence Thomas is the biggest dick sucker I ever seen. Because he won't. You look at his record. Oh, 
because he liked getting in that country club and sit there and get patted on the back. Good job, buddy. Yeah. You're... And they go back to their fucking corner of the room and talk about, that's a fucking dumbass black man. He's he's a good one. Good mean, you know what it means. If you don't, I'll tell you later. I'll be right back. Uh, you listen to the Cold Comedy Show. And I'm going to come back now. That was Ben Shapiro. I'm not finished with him. Because um, there's some things that TYZ has some writings that he actually um, said. So, you know, matter of fact, I think you guys should listen to it. Just find out what's going on. All right, let's 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 wind that part up, and and then um, you should you know you should check it out. What we need to do too, by the way, is check out Roland Martin. Uh, he got some good things too. Can I get it up? Can I get it? Let me see. Hey, when you're running a, your own podcast, sometimes you have technical difficulties. He, says he would love to know more about the circumstances of Obama's birth, adding, quote, what I know is troubling enough. That was another presidential candidate. At one point, many people thought he could be the next nominee for the Republican Party, openly questioning it. And so you have tons of former candidates, vice presidential candidates, senators, representatives, but you also have it infesting right-wing media for almost a decade, including Sean Hannity, who said uh, in 2011, if you ask the question, all right, well, why not just show us the certificate? Ah, you're a birther, you're a birther, that's what you are. It's not been my number one issue, but I've been following it and I've been saying, why are all these people that just asked to see it, why are they crucified and beaten up and smeared and besmirched the way they are? So Sean Hannity, I mean, it's not his number one issue. Don't get me wrong. If it turns out to be absolute BS, don't tar me with that. But I'm just asking questions. I just want to know why is it so bad to want the first black president to give his birth certificate? Don't we ask everybody to give a birth certificate? He literally said that later. Everybody, every candidate gives their birth certificate. It's not true. It's not really true. And so, look, we had Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson has talked about it. Laura Ingram, of course, pushed it for literally years. You had Eric Bowling, who said, we haven't touched it, but there's a legitimate question as to whether or not the president of the United States is allowed to be president of the United States. So no big deal, but all of our candidates, people running for president and our media, we all think that either he definitely wasn't born here or it's a legitimate question to ask. Why are you getting so mad at us? Huh? We're just saying maybe he's not actually eligible to be president. Maybe we're just questioning his presidency. And that effect, effect from candidate down to media was so strong over such a long period of time that even years and years after this stopped being a topic of conversation, it was still the default position for Republican voters. In a, in a Newsweek study, this is a, published in Newsweek, in December of 2017, we're talking just a couple of years ago, 57% of Republicans said it was definitely true or probably true that Barack Obama was born in Kenya. 57%, that's higher than the percentage who believe that climate change is happening. I mean, give any fact, they're more likely to believe that Barack Obama was born abroad than almost anything else. That's how strong it was. But nobody questioned his legitimacy, right? Why are they doing it to Donald Trump? Why are they being so mean? We were perfectly fine to Barack Obama. And that's where we return to Ben Shapiro, who not only is giving the middle finger to his audience with these blatant lies, forget all that stuff about him being an intellectual gladiator, the cool kids philosopher, he's just a pundit, a lying pundit who lies to his own audience. I mean, honestly, like the idea is that he's, I guess, 
disrespecting me or other libs. We don't watch his show. The people who watch his show are hardcore right-wingers, and he's lying to them. Does anyone disrespect, does anyone hate their audience as much as someone who would lie this blatantly to them? And not just about these facts that we've showed you. It's not just that he either doesn't know or pretends he doesn't know that so many candidates and so many media figures said these sorts of things. It's that he knows what he said at the time. And that's the most insidious part of these lies. And so we turn to Ben Shapiro. Now, Ben Shapiro was savvy enough at the time to pretend that he wasn't really sure. He was savvy enough to never come right out and say that Barack Obama definitely wasn't born in the United States. But it turns out he was a little bit savvier than that because he was savvy enough to know at that time that that's what the audience wanted to hear. And so he spent years playing both sides and trying to have his cake and eat it too. Pretending, oh, it's not the big issue to me. And yet it did inform his politics in some interesting ways. And so let's turn to that. He said back in April 2011, the birther story has always been a non-issue to me, but I actually find Obama's untimely release more disquieting than the hubbub. So that's very similar to Tucker Carlson's position on this. It's the racist attacks against the first black president, that's not the problem. It's the way Barack Obama handled them, that's the problem. But the thing is, his interest in this and his writing about it goes much further. He said back in April of 2011 on Front Page Magazine, the media has shown its usual incredulity at the indisputable stupidity of the American people. How could so many people question President Obama's birthplace? How could they wonder about his origins? Are they all simply racist? The answer, of course, is that Americans are desperately seeking an answer to a simple question. Why does President Obama appear to be so un-American? So it's not his issue, but he certainly understands where they're coming from. And he says this, I and look at the strain weaving throughout the paragraph I'm going to read you of wanting to have it both ways on this. Ironically enough, the biggest, the biggest problem for America arises if President Obama was born here. Because if he was, the problem of un-Americanism is now internal rather than external. Perhaps that is why so many Americans wonder about the birth certificate. They hope against hope that President Obama is a symptom of a foreign ill rather than a domestic one. No matter whether jo Jerome Corsi comes up with evidence of Obama's foreign birth, however, it is clear that the problem of Obama-esque un-Americanism is now endemic to American culture herself. We have an ideological problem in our midst, and no amount of digging in Kenya and Indonesia is going to solve a problem that now starts right here. So there he's saying Jerome Corsi, who wrote a book about this, by the way, he might turn up something. Does that sound like a person who doesn't believe these conspiracy theories? He is absolutely desperate to have it both ways. The thing is, in the end, he had it both ways on the issue, but not on the political aspect of that issue. And that's where we turn back to Donald Trump, because Ben Shapiro would love to have you believe that he's the reasonable Republican and he doesn't buy into all this conspiracy theorizing, which is odd. Because did you know that back during that period, he actually supported a candidate as the next potential nominee? Do you know who that was? It was Donald Trump. Back in April of 2011, he tweeted, why I back Donald Trump on the Ben Shapiro show at big810am.com. Now, I have not been able to actually find that show, but I did find his writing and it got into why he supported Donald Trump. Of all people, back in 2011, he said this. In reality, the birth certificate issue is specifically geared towards certain political ends for Trump. First, it is obviously calculated to attract the most anti-Obama segment of the conservative base. And remember, it just attracted him. Is Donald Trump the best Republican candidate for president out there? It would be tough to argue otherwise. He's got all the makings of a breakout star. He's got bravado and the cash to back it up. If he really runs, he won't have any trouble finding supporters. Looks like he already has one. And as he puts it, he is the Obama administration's worst nightmare. So far, who can argue with him? 
So remember, he just got done yesterday saying, we never questioned his legitimacy. We never attacked him the way that they're attacking Donald Trump. And there he is lauding Donald Trump specifically because he's the worst nightmare of the president. How much more disingenuous could you possibly get? But here's the thing that I want you to bear in mind. There he talks about his money, his bravado. But I want you to ask yourself, why did he support Donald Trump in April of 2011? Why then did he do a podcast about it? Why did he write an article about it? Do you know what Donald Trump was doing for the three weeks leading up to that post by Ben Shapiro? He had actually been on a bit of a media blitz. He was on uh, The View, Fox News, Laura Ingram's show, which wasn't on Fox News at that time, The Today Show and Morning Joe. And on all of those programs, the only message he spread was the birther conspiracy theory. He spent three weeks doing that. And then all of a sudden, Ben Shapiro's a big fan. All of a sudden, Ben Shapiro literally wants him to be the Republican nominee. Weird how that works out from a guy who doesn't take, he doesn't take in for any of this conspiracy theory stuff. That's who Ben Shapiro is, okay? We gotta pierce the bubble. This guy hates his audience, he hates logic, he hates facts. His feelings might be hurt by that, I apologize. Guy hates being quoted, but that's who he is. That's all the evidence. I mean, there's way more candidates we could talk about, but I think that's enough to make the point. And the point is, Ben Shapiro is nothing more than a fucking racist little motherfucking boy who runs around and look for attention. That's what the fuck it means, okay? He's a white little motherfucking nationalist. That's what Ben Shapiro is. And if I'm fucking pissing Ben Shapiro off and hurting his feelings, who gives a shit about Ben Shapiro's fucking feelings? Huh? Why don't you just come out the fucking closet, Ben, and stop jerking off to Carly B? Okay, do yourself a favor and don't talk to no fucking black person like, oh my God, Candace fucking Owens. She's not even black. That bitch is mentally unstirred, disturbed, whatever the fuck you call it. Because I hate to even talk about it because people have mental illness, serious mental illness. She does not. She's mentally fucked up because she hates herself. And you do too, Ben. You hate yourself. And with that said, You've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show. Don't forget to get out and vote. All right? Our fucking country, our constitution, our fucking rights, our lives depend on it. Okay? Get these motherfuckers out of power before we won't have a democracy. And just so happens, grandma want to fucking fill out her form And mail it in. No, put her in the wheelchair, put a mask on her, push her out there in front and let her fucking ass pull pull the lever in person because they fucked up the postal service. They're trying to cheat. And we need to pull the plug on people like Ben Sapiro, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingrams, Hannity, Ross Limbaugh be gone soon. The rest of them motherfuckers. And that motherfucker I'm going to fuck with in any moment. What is his fucking... Ooh, God, I can't stand that fucking guy. His, 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 oh, I can't even think about it right now. Oh, Huckabee, all of them. Oh, anything would have anything to do with right-wing um, news. They hate those people who sitting out there in front of Trump, cheering them on with those fucking signs. They're using them. They're nothing but pawns in a rich man's game. That's why Ben Shapiro exists. That's why he liked jerking off to Carly B. Okay? That's that's the whole game. And he had to look at a black woman because he had to get a hard on. Okay? That's it. You've been listening to the Cold Comedy Show. I'm out. I'll be back with part two of this show. Okay? And 
That's it. I'm out. I can't take it. I got a headache. Ben Shapiro. Motherfucking weird motherfucker. 